Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, I've been yelling at a protest. Oh, yes, you've got a lot of husky husk to your voice. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. What is well, happening? Welcome to this episode of By the Cover. Oh, God. Okay, are you ready? Not only is it ASMR, but it's also I sultry. I do not like this. Do you like this? I kind of feel like I'm in a smoky room, you know? Want me to start Waving this podcast? Do you want me to start this podcast? Hi, I'm Becca, pronouns she, hers. And I'm Josie, pronouns he, they. And we're, we're your, your judges. judges. And this is by the cover podcast. It is still by the cover of the podcast. Um, and we we go on to the Amazon. That's us going on the Amazon. Um, and then we we find the best and best best and brightest of the books and bring you the best and brightest of those book reviews. Cause we want to delve deep into that Amazon book review culture. Yeah. Does that does that win the award for the longest description of our podcast that we've ever given? It may win the award for the longest description, but I think it also wins the award for the most well articulated. Oh, thanks. So, wow. Um, we've been doing this podcast for so many episodes, and I hate that that's the most well articulated one. Um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. Here uh, we are. Cold open. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I actually have one. Um, it's something that we kind of been talking about. Um, I've, I've put myself forward into the challenge. Um, I want to listen to to more black artists, more queer artists. So I started digging through all of the the, the pride playlists mm-hmm. on on Spotify, mm-hmm. which is not our usual platform. But I I like roasting all. All media on the internet, and you can also find us on Spotify. You, so it's you know so it's, it's bad, like it's, it's good. Time, you know, yeah. Rogue Media is yeah, there, yeah. but also bad. You pride can playlists. find us on multiple podcast platforms anywhere where podcasts are formed. Formed, yeah, out of thin air, out of the ones and zeros, <laughs> like clay from God's hands into humanity. <laughs> from out of the chaos rose the podcast. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, so. I've been digging through those. Um, and did you know that the Pride playlists that like you find on the cursory search for like LGBT playlists, Pride playlists, suck. they suck. Yeah. They suck so bad. Um, just like a lot of Britney, Britney Spears and like nothing against Britney, honestly. And then, you know, Taylor Swift and um, Katy Perry. 
And yeah, no, that was the confusing one for me was that I, I was talking to Josie about this earlier because it really, it really burnt my bacon. Because um, I'm also, you know, looking for for other other what? artists. <laughs> burnt my bacon. Burnt your bacon. Yeah. Burnt. I heard burped. <laughs> really burped your bacon. You know the ancient saying, "I burped some well, bacon." It's kind of like it's like a witch curse. I thought maybe it was like like when you're frying bacon, you know, and like that fat bubble kind of like starts to form. And uh, and and like maybe if it was like really big, you know, it's like it's a it's a bacon burp. Like yeah, when it pops, no, you know, I, and I the believe in flies that. everywhere. I, I believe in that very much. Um, anyway, so like I'm expecting all of these other artists, and I go into this one this one this one uh, playlist. Um, found a great song that I sent to Josie almost immediately. They then by Atlas. It's great. Um, but this yeah. playlist had one song by Kehlani. Um, she's she's pansexual and like is very open about that kind of in her music. And like Honey is a great song. I want to be super clear. She's got a lot of other bangers in her catalog. Um, and three songs from Frozen Two. <laughs> I mean, I know that like a lot of people like headcanon Elsa as gay, but like it's not textual so you can't do that yeah until elsa like smooches a woman on screen a la she-ra i don't care disney get at dreamworks do what they're doing because it is superior right absolutely absolutely um if uh if if you are looking uh as well for for some good uh some good music uh that is made by a uh, a queer black artist i can't recommend censored dialogue uh, enough. Um, so she's she's really good. Um, it is hip hop, so that has to be your thing. But it's mine. So so yeah. And it's really good music. Even if hip hop's not your thing, you should go look up um, censored dialogue, um, Alabaster Slim on Spotify, uh, as well as her collaboration uh, with uh, Ways of Flea. I think is is uh, is the name, and uh, they are Primo ninety eight, which is also on also on Spotify. So. Just you know, tossing out all of those all of those wrecks. Speaking of wrecks, wrecks, give them to me. It's not so much a is. Is it a wreck or is it a W R E C K? <laughs> it's an anti recommendation. Limitless. Upgrade your brain. Learn oh, wait, anything faster and unlock your exceptional oh, life. No, this isn't the thing that the movie's based mm -mm, off of. No, this is not the movie Limitless about a guy who takes a pill and it makes his brain work all the time in every way, so he's super smart. It's a weird movie, but decent. Um, no, 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 no. This is by Jim Quick, renowned podcaster, Jim Quick. Jim Quick. And self, self-help person. Do you think Jim like, Quick. do you like, I, I want to live in a world where, where Jim Quick, uh, parents are not Mr. and Mrs. Quick. Um, he just like emerged from the womb super quickly. And the nurse mm. like asked right away. It was like, what do you want to name him? And he's like, Jim Quick. A <sighs> mm -hmm. oh, God, that, that poor guy must've gotten teased all the time. Yeah, especially with K W I K is the the spelling for it. Um like like quick trip, you know. Oh. Um all right. Jim Quick, the world's number one brain coach. <laughs> ah, I see you haven't been working your frontal cortex recently. Is <laughs> your is your cerebellum activated? Cerebellum's a part of the Yes. Mm -hmm. Has written the owner's manual for mental expansion and brain fitness. Gonna make you <laughs> medulla that on Blancada. 
<laughs> limitless gift. <laughs> limitless that gifts. was nothing. I just said two words from the brain. Gives people the ability to accomplish more, more productivity, more transformation, more personal success and business achievement by changing their capital M's here mindset, motivation, and methods. These three M's live in the pages of Limitless. They they don't. They're right there no, in the they, review ah, too. They, they hang out though. They hang out. They live there. They come they come from them and just like are loaned everywhere else. I just hit this mic and I didn't hear it at all. Mike, did you hear it? Oh my goodness, we've got some great equipment here in the studio. Imagine. The shop on Franklin, y'all. Got some good stuff here. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> They live in the pages of Limitless, along with practical techniques that unlock the superpowers of your brain. I, if I can't lift a car once I'm done reading this book, I yeah. really don't care. Super, I don't think it succeeded. The superpowers of your brain is really asking a lot, I think, from it. Like, I take medicine to make my brain work every day. Like, I don't think it has those superpowers. Yeah, listen, I I think, like, if they had framed this with any degree of, like, reasonability they had been like oh this will make you more alert more aware more attentive all these things like i know that's not as sexy as like you will suddenly be able to read minds yeah but for over 25 years jim quick has worked closely with successful men and women people say people who are at the top in their field as actors athletes ceos (laughs) and business leaders say athletes to me athletes um, athletics. Athletics. From all walks of life. Well, I mean, sounds like they're all wealthy, huh? Yeah. To unlock their true potential. In this groundbreaking book, he reveals the science-based practices and field-tested tips to accelerate self-learning, communication, memory, focus, recall, and speed reading to create okay. fast, hard results. Okay. Cool. You know, I've seen this a lot of things like... that promise fast, hard results, but has the FDA checked on it? Hmm... Uh, learn how to. This is still the summary. It's a great summary. Wow. (laughs) Flip your mindset. Your brain is like a supercomputer and your thoughts program it to run. That's why the quick brain, that's right, K-W-I-K, the quick brain process starts with unmasking assumptions. You know what would be powerful of Mr. Mr. Quick? Um, would be is if he like made his his name an anagram. Is that the one where you make all them capital? No, that's where you make, uh, you switch them all around as an anagram. I think you are thinking of an acronym. I am thinking of an acronym. And it would be like knowledge, wisdom, knowledge, wisdom, intelligence, intelligence. <laughs> knowledge again because it's twice as important. Killing it. That's actually knowledge, wisdom, intelligence, killing it. <laughs> yeah, this is just like really inspirational. Now, Myra. Now, Myra. It's going to catch on and I'm going to live with it forever. Um. Anyway, you're, you're going to unmask the things stifling you. Okay. Redraw the borders and boundaries of what you think is possible. It teaches you how to identify what you want in every aspect of your life so you can move from negative thinking to positive possibilities. Oh, oh. So it's one of those, like, if I if I think positively enough, suddenly my brain chemistry won't be bad anymore mm-hmm. books. Because you also have to ignite your motivation. Uncovering what motivates you is the key that opens up limitless mental capacity. 
This is where all capitals, capital letters at the start, passion and purpose and energy meet to, yeah, I know, PPE though, very important in this time, meet to move (laughs) you closer to your goals while staying focused and clear. Your personal excitement will be sustainable with self-renewing inspirations. Your mind starts strong, stays strong, and drives further exponentially faster. What? Which is a terrifying concept. Yeah. Once you get started with the quick brain method, your brain will become a runaway train. Your brain is a Voltron waiting to be turned into a Voltron. Master the method. We've applied the latest neuroscience for accelerated learning. You know, the most uh, latest, the Just most the most catchy. recent neuroscience out there. Our process programs, podcasts, and products. Mm. Oh, oh subscribership is required. Un- unleash your brain's own superpowers. Finish a book three times faster through speed reading and remember every part of it. Wow. That's actually important. I don't remember a book sometimes. Learn a new language in record time and master new skills with ease. These are just a few of the life-changing self-help benefits. With Quick Brain, you'll get brain fit and level up your mental performance. There's an episode of uh, there's an episode of Bob's Burgers where uh, a person who's pretending to be a, a hermit uses level up as a way of giving out self-help. So oh. probably about the same, the same there. With the best mindset, motivation, and method, your powers become truly. Oh my god. Oh right. my god! I have to do that one more time. Was, that might have been too quiet. I was shackled. With the mindset, motivation, and method, your powers become truly limitless. Wow, go. that was a that was a good take. take. Um, any thoughts? Uh, no, I I'm too. I haven't read this book, and so uh, it's all just kind of like. Good. Let's get into it. CK Windy City says five stars. CK Windy City. I think we've actually heard from CK Windy City before. Have we? It sounds like a familiar username. Maybe mm. we've just read too many usernames. Um, five stars. You might need this book. Verified purchase. I bought this book wanting to learn how to read faster and enhance my memory. Mm-hmm. I got more than that. Wow. Quick describes learning myths like, you're as smart as you'll ever be. You're not. Education ends when you graduate school. The real world is a constant test. Believing you are not as smart as <laughs> The real and world skilled. is a constant test. <laughs> it's the only true thing to come out of this. <laughs> Always being tried. <laughs> Learning something new is hard. E.g. a language, musical instrument, a card game, poetry, baking. A I've... card game, poetry, baking. You know, the new things that one might want to learn. Card games, poetry, and baking. I feel like you just kind of do poetry until you do poetry good. You Mm. know what I'm saying? Ooh. No, don't snap me for those words. Sometimes you do poetry bad, but then you do poetry good. I've believed all these things at various times. Quick's message is you're better than that. You can walk away from this book smarter than when you started. It's almost like when you consume new information, you suddenly have a wider view of the world. Because you have more knowledge, wisdom, intelligence, intelligence, killing killing it. it. 
There are no magic tricks, but you learn the principles of how to get a stronger mindset, how to discover your purpose and beat procrastination and methods to become limitless, such as speed reading, memory recall, study Ooh. habits, focus, and decision making. Can I propose that the final case should actually be kissing? I like it. Those are the four things that are best for my brain. <laughs> I think what's most powerful about this book is that you learn the simple art of appreciating yourself. You understand that you are capable of many great things. I certainly have a lot to consider after reading this book. I always thought it was too late in life to learn a new language, but now I don't think so. Now there is so much I want to learn. I. Uh... Wow. It must be great to, like, not be driven by some sort of, like, internal, like, brain monster that is essentially, oh. like, I must learn what this is. Like, I find random pockets of information and suddenly I need to become, like, an expert on whatever the mm -hmm. heck it is today. Mm -hmm. Because somebody said a big word and now I'm an expert on the origins of that word. Well, do you want to learn some things? Because here's what CK Windy City learned. Okay. There are learning myths holding us back. Okay. I love this quote. Genius leaves clues. There is always a method behind what looks like magic. I think you can apply this to so many things in life. If you want to get better at X, look at the masters you admire. What was their story? What did they study? That's good advice. Okay. Yeah. Discovering your guiding question will help you make decisions and frame all your actions around a purpose. I can read a lot faster and still comprehend. Rote yep. learning is not the way to remember. I have tools like visualization to remember more. I don't want to wind up losing my memory one day or having something like Alzheimer's happen. Oh. I believe this book and others are important tools in my arsenal to keep me young and healthy. You know, that's fair. It's fair. It's definitely fair, but like, whoopsies. Matthew Eaton, three stars, a written version of the podcast. Verified purchase. A written version of the podcast. If you listen to the podcast, you already have all the information needed from this book. Thank you, Matthew. If you haven't listened to the podcast, <laughs> there you go. You haven't listened to the podcast. I'm sorry. There, I'm on a other, delay. I'm are, just a dumb person. Are there other podcasts out there? No. We must be the only one. I thought we were the only one. Um, if you haven't listened to the podcast and it's you It's confusing that we managed to invent this thing. It feels wildly specific. Then you will find some value in this book. Be warned. A lot of acronyms involved with this book. <laughs> Knowledge, wisdom, intelligence, kissing. kissing. It's like a reward. Like, you've done all this work. Now you get a smooch. Yeah. Uh, Sonia Lamont says one star. Huge disappointment. Verified purchase. I've heard Jim on several podcasts and was very interested to hear a more thorough explanation of his methodologies in his book. Uh-oh. Unfortunately... That is not what his book is. Whoops. What I do now know is that apparently his website and online courses are where these detailed explanations lie. I guess it is my fault, really. He makes some very impressive claims on the benefits his methodologies provide. I was seemingly foolish to expect he would offer those kinds of secrets up in a $20 book. Obviously, <sighs> the only way to get something like that is through his $500 plus course. I apologize that's for why, my naivete. That's why he's only ever worked with athletes and singers mm -hmm. and actors this is mostly a sales pitch for his online courses with a few unoriginal tips pilfered from long-standing thinking on brain health and function yikes that was a roasting and a toasting yeah i feel so bad for sonya for thinking that it's their fault 
you know, yeah. for being told, like, you're going to be taught how to think better. You didn't read that as, as at all tongue-in-cheek? Oh, no, maybe. I read it as sincere. Oh. <laughs> R.A.K., five stars, drop all your other books and start reading this one. Ouch. Verified purchase. Drop all your other books and start reading this one. This is hitting a gold mine in every aspect of your life, regardless of how old you are. Wow. I've been reading Jim's book and taking his classes, and it's been a life-transforming experience. This book lays it all out from your mindset to how you get yourself to become motivated to methods you can use to implement your new life. If you need a manual for getting your life back on track, then this is the book. Currently, I've ordered three more books for my two teenagers and my 11-year-old. Since <laughs> You could just the give it to them. Has to get starting reading right now. Right you can just now. give them your copy of the book. No, it's li listen. Every journey with this book is your own quick experience. You can't give that to someone else. They each have to do it themselves and read it every morning before they wake up. New religion. New religion. I actually forgot why this was the case. And here it is. Since I'm a home educator, I will be using this book to teach my kids how to learn, think, be motivated, and more. Wow. Apparently also how to rip people off their money. Hmm? Rip people of their money off? Rip, rip off those with money from their money and take it. Pleased, uh, pleased, five stars, says, unstoppable life hack skills to learn fast at anything. Verify purchase. Owner's manual to upgrade your brain. I just... Not why, does my, why does my brain have to be, like, rebooted? It's I not, mean, like... It's not like, like Windows 10. Like, I don't need an update every, every other week. I mean, like, maybe uh, if Windows I got an update, joke. like, every other week, like, then my brain would work better. That's fair. But, like... Well, pleased wishes that they had this growing up as a child. It would have saved me heartache. It is never too late to learn and apply the life hack skills of learning faster. Is kissing the secret fourth letter? Kissing is the secret fourth letter, I think. If you just kiss, it saves you of heartache. Jim simplifies and energizes you to learn faster through his book, Acronyms, 10-Day <laughs> You can learn faster with the book, Acronyms, 10-Day Mentoring, book club, podcasts, etc. Wow. I am not a reader yet by nature, but inch by inch, it is a cinch. Yard by yard, it is too hard. What? Inch by inch, it is a cinch. A yard by yard, it is too hard. And mile by mile, it is Takes a... Takes a while. Oh, that's better than the one I was going to do. Foot by foot. It is... Get to your root. Root. Meter by meter. Go see Miss Peter. <laughs> you know. Light year by light year. <laughs> Go. Blood comes out your ear. <laughs> if you're moving at a speed that's like where light yeah, years is appropriate, like you, you are bleeding out of your ear and probably everywhere else at that point. Yeah, you know, that's the um, one. And, and also when the Millennium Falcon is able to, to make its run in, in, in a small number of parsecs, it does acknowledge that it's a distance. It's just that the Kepler run is really hard to make in a shorter distance of time. And so people take a longer route. And that's why it's impressive. <sighs> I did. No, that was very interesting. 
Um, Thank you for the PSA. Yeah. Original trilogy is good. It's fine. Um, Where was I? Jim Quick is your superhero (laughs) brain coach as Jimi Hendrix is to rock star guitar. What? That's right. As Jimi Hendrix is to guitar, Jim Quick is to brain. Jim Jim Quick is the Philatides for your brain. You will go from being a little scrawny Hercules in your mind <laughs> noodle at the t- start, and then you'll end, and you'll be big beef man. Take your brain from zero to hero. I bought a second book for my college graduate son. What are all these people buying these books for their children? They don't want them. Because it's great advice. I still have books. I still have books in my, like, at-home library um, from when my dad gave me, like, three books they were like, how to choose where you're going in life and you're 18. Because mm-hmm. um, like you're choosing what major you want to do in college. And I definitely read them. Uh, back when I was uh, still a Christian, um, my my now ex gave me, um, I was I was questioning like the purpose of praying. And she gave me a, a, a book that's titled. Too- Purposeful prayer. Uh, <laughs> good guess. Uh, it's called Too Busy Not to Pray. Um, and I, I take it as essentially about how like. Prayer is important even when you feel overwhelmed. Um, unfortunately, I was in college and I was way too busy to read it. So, Putting your money where your prayer is. <laughs> Buy yours. You won't regret it, says pleased. Post read. That's right. That all was before they finished reading it. But post read. It is an easy read. Initially purchased because I wanted to speed read. This book is more than about this is this book is more than about speed reading. Apparently it's not about putting sentences together all that well, please. Whoops. It's about tools to move you from A to B because you've been imprisoned by your thoughts, perceptions about what you can or cannot do it as a catalyst to life-changing behaviors. That's limitless. That's limitless. And uh, you know what that means? That means it's time for the ad break. <laughs> Breaking news. The world's premier superhero team, the Super Squad, has announced their retirement. Major world leaders are demanding a replacement team immediately to protect us from the threat of future supervillains. Due to a lack of response, we are having open tryouts. Superpowers not required. Teams interested in the position must sign up and complete the superhero identity test as well as its many challenges. Qualified teams must exhibit high levels of the following. Teamwork, adaptability, communication, intellect, and perseverance. Superhero Tryout is a massive citywide event, blending the concepts of the amazing race with the elements of the escape room craze. Escape rooms place you in an immersive experience where you must work together in a group ranging from two to 10 players to escape the scenario or complete the task at hand in less than 60 minutes. When you ask, Sunday, June 28th, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Where? 711 Washington Avenue, Waco, Texas, 76701, and locations around Waco to be announced. Adults, $40 per ticket. Kids, 7 to 12, $30 per ticket. Kids, 6 and under, are free. Teams can be as large or as small as you would like. It's recommended that your team be able to fit in one vehicle to truly work together in a collaborative effort. If your team is larger, make sure you can communicate often with teammates in different vehicles. Tickets are selling fast. Book as soon as possible because a sellout is expected. Assemble your team and register now. No cancellations or refunds. Booking can be transferred to another person if needed. Each participant will need to bring a valid ID. There will be a mixture of driving and walking portions of the game throughout the city. This is a family-friendly event. Families are encouraged to play together. All of the puzzles and places are kid-friendly. Each participant will be required to sign a waiver at registration. All players must present an ID at registration. Superhero Tryout, City Escape 2020. 
For more information, call 254-294-7550. That was that was great. That, that was, was really good. Yeah, no, I liked it. Just like I liked that product or podcast or business. All of them. We liked all of them. So many. So, so much. So, so many. Um, okay, so I have I got a game for you today, Josie. <laughs> um, I don't know, uh, a few episodes ago, you you made a joke about how, because I was reading that, um, that lady's uh, cookbook memoir, <laughs> um, about how you could easily make a game out <laughs> of whether it is a cookbook or a romance novel. <laughs> and... Um, so I want to pretend, pre- present to you, do you love to cook or cook to love? <laughs> <laughs> love to cook or cook to love. Let's go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to zone in now. Serious time. Okay. Um, so our first book today is Hot Italian Dish oh. by Victoria Gotti. Is it a cookbook or is it a romance oh. novel? <laughs> Hot Italian dish by what was the the name? Victoria Gotti. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. That last name sounds like it might be Italian, so this might actually be a cookbook. It is a cookbook. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was the the dish definitely threw me for a loop because I was like, oh, that feels too obvious. A taste of cowboy. <laughs> gotta be a romance right it's gotta be a romance a taste of cowboy ranch recipes and tales from the trail by kent rollins and shannon rollins a taste of cowboy i do love the idea of this married couple being like what are we gonna name this book about like this is about like our experience the ranch and things like that um yeah like if they were to taste us they would like this is what it would be yeah, yeah yeah um let's see let's see let's see um a taste of sage Okay, we've had two cookbooks in a row. I'm a taste of sage is a romance novel. It is a romance novel. I shouldn't have done another uh, romance novel so fast. Um, this is your first one. It's my I know you're you're right. It is my first romance novel. Also, it's the one that is the least about um, <laughs> least about sexy people. The composition of honey. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, real quick. Can we go back to Taste of Sage? Is there yep. a character named Sage? Um, okay, so that is by Yafa Asanso. Let's look it up. I don't know. I do see two chefs on the cover. Okay, so probably not. Um, Lumi Santana is a chef with the gift of synesthesia. She can perceive a person's emotions just by tasting their cooking. That's not what synesthesia is it at is, all. It is not. You are correct. <laughs> Um, all right, uh, where were we? Oh, yes. The composition of honey. The composition of honey. Um, composition. I'm going to go with romance again. It is a romance novel. You're very good at this mm-hmm. game. I'm very good at this game. Um. Okay, okay. Except for when I said that 
season of Cowboy was a romance. Oh no, it was it was a good one. Um. All right. What's next? Um. Hope's table. I didn't want to make this one easy just by bringing you all of the like sultry cookbook titles. Right. Yeah. Hope's table. I'm going to say cookbook. It is a cookbook. Mm. Uh, Recipes from a Mennonite Kitchen by Hope Helmuth. Oh, very interesting. That was tricky. That was tricky. It was tricky. You gave it, gave it away, away when you said that you didn't want to bring in all the sexy cookbook titles. And that's what I knew. Yeah, I know. I'm the worst one. Oh. Um, racked and stacked. <laughs> I like I like you know what I really enjoy about this game is like watching Josie go through like the moral like the the like horrific realization that like they don't know if I make a claim like I have to consider like what is that saying I'm going I'm going to guess it's about a romance happening in a gym and it's a romance it is not it's racked and stack it is a romance but it is not happening in a gym it's racked and stack blacktop cowboys novel book nine. Oh, by Laura James Lorelai James um Okay, uh, I guess I should bring you uh, some of the ones that like didn't quite work for this bit. Didn't didn't quite work. I just I thought they were very funny yeah. in this context. Um, the Duke's mayonnaise. Uh, uh, oh. It is it is it is a cookbook. <laughs> Seventy five <laughs> recipes celebrating the perfect condiment. Um, <laughs> But I'm so oh, offended man. by the title the of the time, book. The next you, time you're with your 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 partner sexually, um, <laughs> work the Duke's mayonnaise in there somewhere. Like even if, <laughs> like I'm not gonna tell you what to apply it to or, <laughs> <laughs> or where to apply it. But oh uh, god, um, the other another one that didn't didn't quite make the cut because I thought it would be too obvious was the perfect pie. Are you trying to trick me out with this too obvious thing? Is it a romance? No, it is. Oh, it is a quick look. Okay. Um, but anyway, it's just kind of alarming and upsetting the number of like uh, cookbooks that don't go well. Yeah. Love to cook or cook to love. Love to cook or cook to love. And with that, let's go to the ads. Dun, 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 Dude. dun. Hello, we are What's Your Excuse? Podcast. Exactly. I'm Caitlin. I am Megan. And we are here to talk to you about all of your things that you want to shit talk about. That's right. Is your life going poorly? Check. Are you curious about diseases that are running rampant? Check. Check. Do you want to know all the places I have had sex in this world? Check. Check. (laughs) You can find that all right here on What's Your Excuse podcast. Uh, at Rogue Media Network, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and Google. Yes, that's right. And give us a follow. <laughs> What's your excuse? Doop, doop. We're back. We're back. It's a short little bit, short little baby bit. I loved it though. It made me laugh so much. Um, out of fear, out of terror. I had entirely too much fun looking up those books. <laughs> um, okay, so today I'm bringing you Belle, an Amish retelling of Beauty in the Be- Be- 
Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, an Amish fairy tale book one. Beauty and the Bisque. Beauty and the Bisque. There it is. Um, in author Sarah Price's fresh and inspirational retelling of a beloved classic, a dutiful young Amish woman agrees to marry a notorious recluse for her family's sake, but the consequences are more than either bargained for. To most town folk, he's known simply as the Beast. Annabelle, Annabelle Byler has little or Beeler? Byler? Beeler? Byler? B E I L E R? B E I L E R? Byler? Beeler? Probably Byler. Byler has little. Baylor has little interest in gossip, but she's heard about Baylor. Adam Hirschberger's scars and his Hirsch- Hirschbergers. Hirschberger. Is this is this is this rude? Are we being are we being insensitive to the Amish? No. Will the Amish hear this? Well, that's fair. I'm the, are you going to say anything insensitive about the Amish? I mean, we were laughing at the name Hirschberger. Hirschberger is a silly name. It's true. Um, it's kind of like how my family's name was probably Fassbender. Fassbender. But, you know, Michael has made that okay again. We should make more fun of German names. We, we sh- should. We not. should definitely make more fun of German names all the time. That'll definitely go really well it's for us. It's going to go over really well. Um, what are some other I, German names you know, Becca? I don't know any <laughs> German names you know no, that. No, not a single one. Okay. Um, Adam Hirschberger's scars and his gruff, solitary ways. Oh. Though he sounds like a character from one of Bell's treasured books, the man is real. I love, you know what I love most about fairy tale adaptions is that they are rarely based on any like basis of the fairy tale so much as like some version of the fairy tale that we understand because of the Disney movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know of a Beauty and the Beast where Bell is literary obsessed until Disney. Disney. Now, yeah. I could be totally left field out of that one, but... I don't know enough about the 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 beauty and and, and the beast tradition. She's typically just like the beautiful youngest child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's fairy kind tale of stuff. Like her... She's the most virtuous. Yeah, yeah. Which is actually interesting that Disney goes towards kind of bookish. Bookish. The man is real, and it turns out just as unreasonable as rightly is. Oh my gosh! Just as unreasonable as the rumors claim. When a buggy accident wipes out the last of her dad's money, forcing him to sell their farm. Adam buys it. Then he offers Belle a deal. Marry him, and her family can keep their home. Oh, so blackmail. Coercion. Oh. Everyone is shocked by Belle's decision, but she's determined to be a good fra, cleaning Adam's rundown. No, it's F-R-A-A. F-R-A-A. A good fra. Because... Cleaning Adam's rundown house and tending the overgrown garden. Oh yeah, it is. It's a it's an Amish word. It's yeah. the Amish word for because it's actually like duh. Isn't it based off duh? No, 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 no. It's not. So the Pennsylvania Dutch. The Pennsylvania the Dutch. The Pennsylvania yes, yes, Dutch yes, are yes, German. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Rip. Mm-hmm. It's because um. So when when history lesson with Josie. <clears throat> history lesson, history lesson. Listen to <clears throat> Professor Josie. Whoop. <laughs> in the 1800s, in the 1800s, uh, Catherine the Great opened up Russia 
to uh, the the to German immigrants coming from the kingdoms because they were at war, and so many people went to Russia uh, to farm. They were given free farmland and were promised that they wouldn't be uh, told to engage in the war. This is actually. Um, also the backdrop of Fiddler on the Roof. Um, when the Tsars uh, take over after, after Catherine the Great, they begin the Russification. And so during the late 1800s, there's increased violence against non-Russians uh, in Russia carried out by the Russian military. Um, and a lot of it was also attempting to make Russia Catholic um, again, or more Catholic. Um, and so this, again, is the story of Fiddler on the Roof. And it's the same thing um, that happens uh, to, to the Germans living in uh, Russia uh, in the Volga Valley uh, and, and near the Black Sea, um, specifically because a lot of those were, were Protestants um, and not, not Catholics. Um, and, uh, and so then they, they immigrate to the U.S. This is the backdrop for why so many Germans come and start immigrating uh, to the United States in the late 1800s and early 1900s. This is why it was tacky for Becca to make a, we should make more fun of German last names to mm-hmm. and And here's, here's where where it becomes fun is a lot of people from from Germany. So uh, the the what is known as Hochdeutsche, um, High German, um, would would say the the word German in German uh, is Deutsch, um, and the the word for Germany is Deutschland. Um, but in Low German, um, the the EU diphthong doesn't make the oi; it makes an i um, or an e. Um, and so a lot of people coming from from Germany and saying kind of who they were were saying that they were Deutschen, um, which means German. But the people at Ellis Island heard. Dutch. Dutch. Oh. And so here is how a large swath of, of the German population was misclassified as Dutch um, when first immigrating to the U.S. Whack. Um, English white people are bad. Um, shocker. Uh, anyway. Uh, uh, Mike, you can cut all that out. It was, just, it was a fun time. <laughs> Everyone is shocked <laughs> Mike, Mike says no. by Belle's decision. Oh, but she's determined to be a good fra. Cleaning Adam's rundown house and tending the overgrown garden, breaking through her new husband's icy reserve will be another matter. Belle's courage and strength are abundant, but it will take true faith to guide Adam back to the heart of his Amish community and to the loving marriage they both deserve. Oh, it's a big zoinks for me, Scoob. Big zoinks. Um, so this I would, is kind of like that Christian retelling of uh, of Twilight that I watched a few years ago. Yeah. Um, so I think it's very interesting. I I, I am under the impression that um, that Amish romance novels are a very popular like pocket mm. of the romance milieu, um, largely because they tend to be no sex scenes, like oh. very like Christian books. So the appeal. To like a very specific Christian romance novel readership. Interesting. Um, I also think it's very interesting that this author, obviously, like I said, it was the the first book. So there's a Cinderella retelling wherein it's called Ella. And then the third book is called Sadie. Please take a guess as to which princess Sadie refers to. Ooh, um, how, how... How easy should this be for me? It should be pretty easy. Like if you think about like Belle and then Ella and then Sadie. Ella and then Sadie... Sleeping Beauty? Snow White. Snow White. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. But Sadie. Sadie is a choice. I guess you're not going to call her Snow Snow White. Yeah, I don't know really what you would name Snow White other than Snow White. Here you go. Snow White. Snow White real name? What is Snow White's real name? No, that is in the story, Josie. In the original Snow White story, is her her mom is like, you know what I want? I want a daughter whose skin is as white as snow. According to standard, hair is as dark Snow as Raven. White was based on the life of Margareta von Waldeck, a German countess born to Philip IV in 1533. Who? Margareta. So you should name her Margaret. So Margaret, yeah. 
So Snow White, Margaret. Thank you, everyone. This has been the expose. <laughs> Snow White's true Snow name. Snow White, we know who you are. Please. You've been doxxed. Don't dox people. It's bad. Do dox Margaret, though. Do do dox, yeah, Snow White, Margaret the fun something. <laughs> the fun something. Contests of Philip the Fourth. I'm losing it all. You, I, you I are. I had it up a second um, ago. Okay, so... This 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 novel is actually rated very highly. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have any one star reviews that I like are readable. It has one one star review, mm-hmm. um, but they didn't post any like words with it. Not even a subject. Not even a subject. I know, star. very disappointing. So all five stars, four stars, or three stars. Wow. Um, so it's a really good book. Um, <laughs> from Renee C. Um, five stars. A new favorite author. I'm shocked. Four and a half out of five stars. A book inspired by Beauty and the Beast and a marriage of convenience story? (laughs) This is the easiest way to ensnare this reader. I am a sucker for fairy tales, romance, and the simple life. Belle delivers. You know, the simple life where your family goes bankrupt and so the man in town. Because of a car accident? (laughs) A a buggy accident, let's be clear. That's fair. Um... Your family goes bankrupt. Yeah, from yeah, they lose all of their wealth in this buggy accident. I don't understand I that. Don't also, I maybe I don't know enough about the Amish community, but I was kind of under the impression that they support each other more than that. I have no idea. Do we know is this author Amish? I, I ooh, somehow you doubt it. I, so she was born into a Mennonite family with roots in Pennsylvania, dating back to the 1700s. They're the Pennsylvania Dutch, is the Mennonites. Uh, Sarah Price has written over 50 novels, most of them set in the bucolic Amish countryside of Pennsylvania, Indiana, and Ohio. She bases her novels on her own authentic experience with the Amish, which dates back to 1978 and includes living on multiple farms with different Amish families. Her authentic experience of losing the farm and a man swooping in and buying the farm, but then saying that he'll let your family go destitute unless you marry him. Mm -hmm. Convenient. Um, her novels have won numerous bestseller rankings throughout the years, although the achievement she is most proud of is hitting number eight on all of Amazon with her novel, An Empty Cup. Which just has to be the most baffling novel title maybe ever. An Empty Cup. This is not a glass assful situation. A glass assful? Not a glass assful. <laughs> not an ass was left empty. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so yeah, uh, go talk to your doctor about enemas, I guess, Becca. Do you ever like say things and don't realize what you're saying until you say them? Uh, yeah, yeah. No big mood. Yep, for sure. Great. I'm just gonna save go. us, Becca. I will. I will. I will. Okay, I'm going back to the other one. Um, in all my years as a bookworm. I've never stayed up until 4.30 a.m. And if I'm listening to an audiobook, in all honesty, they put me to sleep if I listen late at night. Doesn't matter how into the story I am. It just happens. That wasn't the case here. In spite of the fact that I didn't enjoy the narrator, the plot of the story was just too good for me to put on pause. Slow burn romances will be the death of me. Epitaph, here lies Renee, dead from reading too much. (laughs) I like that she puts in the epitaph. I was a little put off by the attitudes of both Adam and Belle, Adam being just plain mean and Belle too perfect. But as the story progressed, things changed. It was easy to understand why Adam was so gruff and short with everyone. He had been treated that way for most of his life. It was a defense. That said, 
Belle never really lost that goody-goody vibe, but it became less annoying. I have never read a book by this author, and I don't read many Amish books as, as many Amish books as I used to, but this book was lovely. The romance reminded me of one of my all-time favorite reads, another Amish fiction, Autumn's Promise by Shelley Shepard Gray. Belle is most definitely a book firmly on my keeper shelf. Asterisk, I purchased this book. I am not required to write positive reviews. The opinions I have expressed are my own. I'm disclosing this in accordance with the Federal Trade Commission 16 CFR Part 255. <sighs> I have disclosed that this is not necessarily a positive review, except for the fact that it was, but also the it was 4.5 out of 5. So 4.5 out of 4.5 out of 5 stars. So there was a 0.5 knocked off because Amazon system. And I want to be clear really that just because I bought it doesn't mean that I have to give a positive review. Listen, nothing is perfect. 0.5 is just fine. Give me another review, Becca. Jennifer Thompson Thalassinos? Thompson Thalassinos? Jennifer, four stars, knows I love Beauty and the Beast. Anyone who knows me knows I love Beauty and the Beast. I even met my husband because of the original TV show version of Beauty and the Beast, a retelling set in Amish country. A must read. This is the first in a new series by Sarah Price. I like that she foreshadowed upcoming books with the characters in this book. This version of Beauty and the Beast has Belle trying to figure out a way for her family to stay on the farm that is now owned by Adam, an enigma in town who has scarring on his face and arms from a fire. <laughs> I only want this provincial town. Um, he also has arms from a fire. I really want to highlight that this sentence is written in such a way that Adam is an enigma in town who has scarring on his face and arms from a fire. <laughs> scarring. Scarring. On his arms and face from a fire. Scarring from a fire. Yes. Arms from a fire. I, I'm sorry. I was just so, so happy to make my... My You're... provincial life show. Yeah. Um, no, it's good. It's good. Adam counters her offer to be a housekeeper by asking her to marry him. Feeling trapped, but not wanting her family to find themselves homeless, she agrees. Feeling coerced, she agrees to marry someone. This is a very sweet retelling of the <laughs> beloved story. Recommended for teenagers and above. Yeah. Uh, Brooke Smith gave it three stars. Um, she's one of the very few three-star reviewers. She says, all right. It's an all right romance story. However, I wouldn't recommend buying it for the price that it is right now. There are other romance novels for $3 that are just as good as this one. <laughs> it's not worth $3. <laughs> out of the top of my head, just like straight out of the top, mm -hmm. um, I would recommend those who like this story to read Beauty and the Scarred Duke. The only difference is that this story has a more religious tone. It was mm. very slow in the beginning of the, of the story, and it didn't feel like there was a climax at all. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is the Amish. <laughs> the male character of this book had acted one certain way until about three quarters into it. I can see the potential yeah, of this Beauty book. and the Beast. Also, like... Like, you know, character change. But like, but the, the three quarters of the way through yes. and then just like suddenly changing behavior. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast. I could see the potential of this book. Maybe if the point of view wasn't always on Belle, but also with Adam, that way we can feel like just, he was, we can feel what he was feeling instead of having it confessed to us. What's the abuser's perspective? I, you know what? That's what I always want to know. That's, that's, that's it. That's the whole one. Um, Dino Queen 16 is another five-star reviewer because as I said, there's just like not a lot of negative things to say about this book. It's a great book. No foul language, no explicit sex scenes. Heck I yeah. have never read an Amish Christian romance novel before. 
I've read a few Christian romance novels before, some a hit and miss, but never anything Amish. Compare, I, you know, it is very weird to me about romance novels also, like in terms of their genres, it's mm-hmm. like picking an ice cream flavor, which I just find very strange. Yeah, I guess like there are subgenres to like sci-fi and fantasy and stuff. Like some people only read like aliens sci-fi, you but know? But it's never like I own, like my favorite type of romance novel is business male on male romance novels. <laughs> Yeah, no one, no one does say that about I, their sci-fi. I, I only ever want to read um, explicitly Amish Christian fantasy stories. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good point. I mean, some people only do read Amish Christian, Amish, like, Christian fantasy stories. Amish Christian fantasy stories? Is that allowed? I don't know. Um, I was thinking like generally Christian, like C.S. Lewis. Compared to most other novels of the romantic genre, this was a fresh and delightful read. Soothing even. No foul language, no explicit sex scenes, no ungodly amount of focus on body parts, chest, eyes, breasts. We've all read those novels. We don't focus on eyes at all. No eyes. That... No eyes. We've never had eyes. Um, I feel like due to the due to the description of the beast, there is in fact a lot of focus on body parts. Yeah, no. I bet, you know what, though, I bet that it is a lot of like, and then his scarred face looked at her scarredly. <laughs> he looked out his, not not his eyes, because we don't talk about those, but he used his... <laughs> Imagine his never referencing <laughs> eyes in a novel at all. The, the light went through his cornea and activated the cones and rods and signals were sent to his brain and he saw her. <laughs> The gelatinous orbs. <laughs> I don't get why orb is the is the romance the word go-to. for eye. It's bad. Um, you never see the whole orb. If you see the whole orb, yeah. something is wrong. <laughs> if you are visualizing, like, I don't know about you, but I don't visualize every person I see, like, with the eyeball, like, going inside their skull. Um, it dealt with day-to-day things that you would find in any small town. Pettiness, resent... Gossip, shunning, etc. It's the same no matter where we go. Blackmailing people into marrying you using <laughs> your financial power to to force them into a relationship. Belle is a strong, brace, almost fierce a, heroine. A brace heroine. She does what needs to be done. Her family is near ruin, debt, loss of transportation, no faith or support from the community. The house is bought by a recluse. Belle makes an agreement to marrying him, knowing this sacrifice will save her family from having to move to a new town. Some reviewers viewed her as a brat. I disagree with them. She is not a brat. She does what she sets her mind to, and she is always with God in all of her decisions. At first, Adam is harsh. He's mean, quick to anger, and shut off from his emotions. Emotions that will bring him any more trauma or pain. I like that this man is like, I don't feel anything, but I'm going to marry you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also like how they like, they work really hard. And I think that this is valid. Maybe it's done well to justify like, oh, like the reason why he's so abrasive towards people is like because of like these things and like past traumas and stuff. But no one gives a reason for, again, why he bullies a woman financially blackmails someone into getting married to him. It's like, oh, no, you don't understand. Like, he had a bad childhood. That's why he's using his finances to ruin your family unless you get married. Yeah. 
yet we get glimpses of the true type of man he is. Mm. He's sweet, kind, thoughtful, and has the biggest heart of any man I've read in a book. I should get that checked out. The biggest heart. You know. Of, of he, all of them. He bought that fan, farm out of the magnanimity. 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 Magnanimity? Magnanimity. Magnanimous? Mag- mag- yeah, that one. <laughs> Magnets. Uh, together, these. <laughs> oh, my, Ref. <laughs> together, these two make a wonderful pair. They take strength in each other and they learn to grow together from two complete strangers to a proper husband and wife. My one complaint with this book is that it felt a bit rushed at the end. We get to see the moment that Adam and Belle fall in love, but not how they grow in their love. This had me a bit miffed. I would have liked to see a little more of their relationship growing before the book ended. Oh, before I forget. You're writing a review. <laughs> it's a re- you're typing. This is also my first book by Mrs. Price. This is also the first book in a new series of fairy tale retellings that deal with the Amish. I will be buying and reading the rest of this series. All right. Very good. Anyway, that's a that's that's Bell. That's Bell. Beauty and the Bisque. Bisque. Um, well, thank you everyone for for listening to to buy the cover. It's a podcast. Um, it will always be a podcast. Uh, we are we are so appreciative of the burp I just did. I guess it was sonically delicious. Mm. Please rate and review on iTunes. Yes, we will. We will uh, read those reviews uh, on on the air. No one is above judgment, including us, especially uh, us, especially us. Um, we are so so appreciative of uh, Oni Chan Productions and Rogue Media Network, as well as our producer uh, Mike. Uh, without whom, we would be literally sound like. I was giving you a, a friend burp. A fr- I was supporting you. <laughs> a supportive, burp, a sympathetic burp. Um, yeah, I mean, we, like we would sound like we were in a, in a, <laughs> we in a tin like can, and we burped at each other all the time. Exactly. Um, go check out the other the other podcasts on on Rug Media Network, um, City with a Soul. What's your excuse? Um, good good things to go uh, look at. Anything else from you, Becca? Uh, nothing else that I can think of. All right, all right, all right. Well, uh, it, it's it's that time. It's that time. It's the biweekly devotional, the the, the drug book devotional. Um, we, we like to go back to our roots. Tammy, 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 Tammy. Oh, thank you to There Might Be Giants. They Might Be Giants. Oh, we always forget. They Might Be Giants we for the song so lucky that we that they use. let us use their song. They sent them a message on Tumblr and said, hey, don't let's start as a good song, and we would like to use it. And they said, sure. So still waiting on that cease and desist letter. When they give it, I will cry. I'm pretty sure my my screenshot of a Tumblr message will not be considered legally binding, but here we are. Um, going back to Tammy Hoke, Dark Horse, our first book ever. Tammy. From page 20 of the book I found in the dumpster, Jade came back to the States and found a couple of wealthy clients to... To what? Jade? Jade? <laughs> <laughs> This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.